When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 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 The kick is on its way. Yeah! Coffin Nails! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Gosh, that was devastating. This team's going to win some games. The Rich Eisen Show. 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 Today's guests. ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. Pro Football Hall of Famer Brett Favre. Actor Corey Stoll, Raiders defensive end Max Crosby, plus host of America's Funniest Home Videos, Alfonso Ribeiro. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty then. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, baby. What a day. What a week! What a what, what a, a month week. we just we I just mean, finished up in September, and uh, welcome to October, everybody. And this is uh, this is where rubbers meet and road in so many sports, and we're so excited to have you with us. So uh, honored uh, to be here for another three hours. We don't take it for granted that we have an opportunity to have fun with you, and that you can watch us on Peacock, you can listen to us on Sirius XM Channel Two Eleven or Odyssey or this Rich Eisen Show Radio affiliate, or watch us on our YouTube stream later on YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, or listen to us on our podcast Cumulus Podcast Network. Essentially, we're unavoidable, uh, and it's really on you. And um, <laughs> we appreciate you being here, however you are. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. Hey, Rich, great to see you, man. MBT, Mikey, Mikey Del Tufo, as in D's nuts. Good to yeah. see you, TJ. Here on a Mikey Friday, D. Mikey. Yeah. Feeling all right? Yeah, it's good it's, to see you, Mikey. Friday, so there's that. Uh, good to see you, TJ Jefferson. Hey, what a Rich. How are you? I am doing very well. Very, tremendous, very well. Tremendous. Hey, you know, let's start uh, with the date January 13th, 2020. Why am I picking that out of the air? The insurrection seems kind of uh, no. It was seven whoa. days oh, after. That was, that was before. No, 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 it was all that. That happened actually this year. Oh, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> January thirteenth, twenty twenty. Where's your head? Wow. <laughs> January thirteenth, twenty twenty. Um, that seems like the end of uh, Tom Brady in uh, New England. Um, no. Good choice. Good choice. I don't know what that exact date is. I didn't look that up. Go for it. Maybe it's the same day. That would be <laughs> it might, wild. Maybe. I don't think so because this was this was a Monday night, Chris. Oh, got it. This is a Monday night, and it was a Monday night when a lot happened. It was a Monday night when a kid pointed to his ring finger. A Monday night when Odell oh, Beckham Jr. Right. was handing out all sorts of cash right, right, that he right. says he wants to get back this week from Justin <laughs> Jefferson when the Browns face the Vikings. Pay that man his money. That seems fair. This was the night when Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers won the national championship against the Clemson Tigers and Trevor Lawrence. And we're looking at that game that night, and we're thinking, okay, Burrow, I guess, is going to be the first overall pick. We all thought it was going to be Tua, but he's, you know, convalescing from hip surgery. And all right, you know, Trevor Lawrence would come out right now and be the number one overall pick, most likely over Burrow, but he's got to play one more year before he's eligible for the draft. That was kind of the conversation that was had that night as Joe Burrow capped one of the greatest college football seasons with 60 touchdown passes. And that's not an exaggeration. That's the exact number they had the whole season. That was the night. 
And then smash cut to last night. There they were on an NFL gridiron on Thursday night football for the whole country to watch. Love it. Doing battle for all of us to enjoy. There they were. Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, zero wins. Joe Burrow trying to go to 3-1 and one in his comeback season after blowing his knee out in 2020. What a, see, what a year, calendar year, January 13th, 2020. Wins the national championship, winds up being the first overall selection in the draft that April in the pandemic draft, zooming his way <laughs> into Cincinnati Bengals fans' hearts and then blowing his knee up. And there he is last night, down 14 nothing because Trevor Lawrence is playing his best game as a professional football player for Urban Meyer in a return to Ohio. And a quarterback who the Ohio State University said, you may transfer because we got Dwayne Haskins here, is the one who's behind and now coming back in a game and playing his head off too. Now, I understand Trevor Lawrence's statistics were not nearly as gaudy as Joe Burrow, but man, was that fun. A winless Jaguars team taking on a Bengals team. Normally, that's one of those, oh, gosh, why are we watching Thursday night football tonight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy, short week. Who cares? That was fun. That was fun football. Watching two big men on campus grow into NFL quarterbacks, and Trevor Lawrence scored one on the ground. The fact that he didn't score another on the ground is something that really – Came home to roost later on. Joe Burrow, 348 yards and two scores. His second half statistics, down 14-0, 17-20, 253 yards, and those two touchdowns, all in the second half, 5-5 five five for 68 on the final drive. That's what you want out of your first overall pick. And look who's joined the three-win club with all the 3-0 and teams. Your AFC North leading Cincinnati Bengals. Take a snapshot. I didn't. I tweeted it out. Hey, Ravens are in Denver. Another one of the three-win teams. Hey, Browns are taking on Minnesota. At Minnesota. Steelers at Green Bay staring one and three in the face. You are what you are. What the Bengals are, three and one. Mm -hmm. There you go. Fun, fun, fun stuff. Should Urban Meyer have kicked... The field goal at the end of the first half? Take the points as Troy Aikman was counseling or you're 0-3 and you're like, let's go for 21-0. Yeah, I think you're 0-3. I, I, I have issue with the play call. They should have snuck it. Why are you on the one foot line and you have Trevor Lawrence and shotgun at the five? Get him right there. He's 6-5. Snap, touchdown. What are we doing? Instead? I also bet the over. Really. Oh, <laughs> that would have helped. James Robinson is, you know... Basically proven what's this whole Carlos Hyde business for. Seriously. You know, hey, coach, I know uh, you were hanging out with uh, Liner, Brady Quinn, and Reggie last year, but, you know, I kind of had a great undrafted rookie season. He did. And LaVisca Chenault as well with DJ Chart going down. And Trevor Lawrence, that throw he made to Chenault for 50 yards. Now that's the stuff. Yep. That's the stuff that when he showed it off in Clemson, it's just like, okay. Let's have it. Let's let's have at it. Good stuff. 
is the sort of stuff you need to see with Jacksonville. And don't, you know, I don't need to hear, oh, it's Cincinnati. You want what you want. The Bengals are a 3-1 team, and the Jacksonville Jaguars almost had it. That was fun stuff, man. And it was just fun to see, you know, hey, that's what we were talking about all these years was Trevor Lawrence. The minute he ran away from the Ohio State defense a couple of years before the national championship game. <laughs> you know, like that's when I thought he had everyone at hello there and he's going to be the first overall pick. And then you've seen Joe Burrow go from, you know, let's see what he can do at his new spot to, oh gosh, is he really the Heisman Trophy winner? Oh gosh, is he really beating Tua? Oh gosh, is he going to be the first overall pick? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and even through all that, we're like, okay, well, I guess we'll see these kids at the next level. We'll see what they can do. And last night we actually saw them at the next level against one another, seeing what they can do. And it was fun. It was fun. It was good football. Fun, fun football. With Urban Meyer on a sideline. Urban's not doing well, Rich. Oh, uh, well, you know, he's he's aging in the same way that Zach Taylor's getting younger. The kicker looked like he was 12. <laughs> you know, the quarterbacks looked like they were – everybody's looked like they were 12. <laughs> Coach – and Urban's 0-4 right now. Yikes. By the way, at halftime, were we all thinking the same thing? Like, okay, same old Bengals. I was like 14 not, nothing. Kind like, of. It was not good. It was and not it good. And it should have been 21 nothing. Yeah. And But then, whew. Here we go. <laughs> fun. Like I said, fun, fun. Great way for week four to kick off. Hey, Rich, remember yesterday you uh, clowned me because I said I was going to sit Russell Wilson and start Joe Burrow in fantasy? Ooh, how many points did Burrow get for you? 25.4. There you go. I didn't clown you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. I didn't yeah. clown you. Okay. We were not. We didn't back that play. Back Let's just that put it that play. way. Well, we didn't back the play. No, we didn't back, we didn't back the play. And uh, half at halftime, how'd that, how'd that look for you? Uh, well, I took a nap because I was feeling depressed. There we go. <laughs> Very good. Fair. <laughs> Give it up to Bill Belichick, man. Give it up to him. Just... For any particular reason? Here's why. <laughs> the number of times that we all make fun of him, us, you know, have fun with his responses to the media. We have fun. The guy makes himself available. And the book that Seth Wickersham is publishing or having published that he wrote mm -hmm. called It's Better to Be Feared on October 12th, we had a 40-minute conversation with the author Seth Wickersham yesterday go to our YouTube page youtube.com slash Rich Eisen show the entire four he's like it was like a podcast we did over two segments live it here on excellent. our simulcast okay and we and we didn't even scratch the surface about what's in this book and you know the owner calling him all sorts of names behind his back to other people <laughs> and the, the quarterback saying you know I wanted him on the phone I mean I wanted to see him in person and all he would do is on the phone and I mean, and, you know, he was blowing off Eric Mangini's wife and, you know, Mangini wanted to fight him and Malcolm Butler's benching the oddity of it just only gets odder and, you know, on and on and on and on and on. And then Brady's coming back Sunday night and the questions are coming all week long and he's already spoken twice this week. And he's available for the media today. The guy makes himself available he more does. than any coach. He talks a lot. Tomlin talks once a week during a week. That's it. You get him once, and then you get him after the game. And that's it. 
Belichick, including after the game on Sunday, is going to talk four times this week. I mean, he could easily go into hiding. I don't want to answer all these questions about this book, and I'm going to get all these questions. Now, the way he answers these questions kind of puts velvet ropes around what normally would cause an entire press conference to go off the rail. And rails. But maybe he just wants to make sure the record is totally corrected on him thinking or being made to think in all of our mind's eyes that we think about him, is what I'm trying to say, inartfully. (laughs) But maybe he wants to make sure that everyone understands that just because Brady's with the Buccaneers does not mean the 20 years of their relationship never existed. And his appreciation for Brady is... Properly stated, not understated. This was Belichick just less than an hour ago on Friday after he's already spoken multiple times this week prior to the Sunday night game that everyone's talking about and Lester Holt's doing NBC Nightly News from Gillette tonight. That's nuts. The Today Show from Gillette today. I mean, all hands on the universal deck right now with NBC, including us on NBC Sports on Peacock. We're in. This is Belichick today. Do you think that you would have had the success that you have had here if Tom Brady wasn't your quarterback? Yeah, of course not. Um, You know, what about having him in that partnership, I guess, brought you guys over the top for those years? Well, I mean, we talked about that for two decades. I think I've been on the record... I don't know, dozens of times saying there's no quarterback I would rather have than Tom Brady. And I still feel that way. I was very lucky to have Tom as the quarterback for to coach him. And, um, I mean, he was as, as good as any coach could ever ask for. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I like that whoever asked that question was just expecting a little bit more meat on the uh, first question. No, but it's just like it was a yes or no question. And when you ask him a yes or no question, that's the answer you're going to get. He's not going to expound on it. But the answer is like straight up. Do you think you would have been as successful as you were for 20 years if Tom Brady was not the quarterback? And his answer is no, of course not. (laughs) And by the way, it's just like ask anybody in a diner, ask anybody at a gas station, ask anybody anywhere. Of course not. Perfect extension of the Patriot way for 20 years. Tom Brady. The perfect vessel. All the way to him taking hometown discounts financially. Of course not. I might even do what were they really thinking. That's literally what the man (laughs) thinks. That's literally what he's thinking. (laughs) There's no need. Now... I bet you the Brady camp, because there are camps this week, as we all know, would probably a little wee bit of pushback, smidge of pushback, that kind of didn't talk about that publicly for a lot during 20 years. You know, no. not, not a lot of that, but that's the guy. That's why the name of the book, it's called It's Better to Be Feared. I'm sure there were times during the moments around the, film sessions and stuff like that, moments in the office, which was even captured, I believe, in that two-part documentary on Belichick, right, that NFL Films had 
of him going back and forth with Brady in his office about Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. And you could see these guys were on the same page and were talking. He was totally listening to what Brady was saying and thinking that it was valuable input. That was from 2009. Yeah, I mean, it's the middle of their marriage. Yeah. All right. So it's kind of like, is that news? Ish <laughs> at all? Bill's talking. But Bill's just like, okay, can we, you know, let's play the game. Let's go play it. I think it kind of stunned the reporter, like, yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> and the guy, all right, I have to ask a follow up. Yeah. And then he got a pretty good soundbite in the follow up. Mm-hmm. We've got a big uh, 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 a five pack today. Five pack. We're running shoot today. Right, so here's how we're doing it. Here's how we're doing it. First up's going to be Jeff Darlington of ESPN. He sits down with Tom Brady this weekend. Although I have uh, I've heard it's uh, he, he did that interview a few weeks ago, but we'll talk to Jeff Darlington shortly. And um, also to ask him, have, have the Bears named a quarterback this week? Like officially? You know. You want to Rich. Google that? Because have we just been so blinded by the Brady Belichick stuff that we skipped over Matt Nagy naming a starter for the Bears against the Lions this week? I haven't heard a thing about it. Even Adam, our call screener, who's so locked in on everything Bears, he's just like, has he named a starter? So Doesn't look like it. All right. There's lots to talk about with Jeff Darlington. The only thing I'm seeing is that Bill Lazor Lazor. is more likely to call plays than Nagy on Sunday. Okay, that's that was Let's just can we if it's Justin Fields, (laughs) if it's Justin Fields, can we get him rolling out? Half the time. Yeah, let's move Put him, him on the run. Let's move, move the pocket. Him. Move him. Let's move the pocket. Move him. Move him away from the Swiss cheese. Yeah. You know? So, um, who could we talk about? Who could we talk with about returning to an old spot? Okay. After a long Hall of Fame tenure with a team that moved in a different direction. Who could we possibly talk to also about a quarterback like Big Ben having diminishing returns after mm. all of these years if if that's what's happening? Who could we talk to oh, as Big Ben goes to Green Bay oh. to take oh, on Aaron oh, Rodgers, oh, 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 who yeah. everybody thinks might be looking across the field saying, is that a roster I could play for at the end of the year? Like, Who could we talk to that checks all of those boxes and has – the lead spot in a new series that I'm narrating called Icons on Epics tomorrow night, 9 Eastern time on Epics, a one-hour documentary about the most iconic football players of all time, starting with this person I'm narrating and NFL Films is producing. I know I know this is a very, well, it's very specific. narrow, well, specific guess. I mean, before of, you got to that last yes, point, I was yes. going to say Don Mikowski. No, no. Is he available? No, no. How about the guy who replaced him? Oh, Got it. Brett Favre's joining us, basically, is my way of saying top of our two. (laughs) Max Crosby, whose Raiders, Raiders, are 3 0, he joins us in hour number three. I Zoomed with him yesterday in advance of uh, Monday Night Football. Excellent. To call him delightful is an understatement. (laughs) The Las Vegas Raider, who's going going for Justin Herbert, will join us. And then two from the world of entertainment, Alfonso Ribeiro. The host of America's Funniest Home Videos, which is coming back for season one million this weekend. <laughs> he will join us. 
And right in the middle of the show, on the day The Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos prequel, hits theaters and streamers near you. And two days before the show Billions wraps up their latest season, man who appears okay. in both, Corey Stoll, will join us in the middle of this show. Oh, what a Friday we have. Let's take a break. I can hear the music playing. To play us out. Coming up next, Jeff Darlington will do it live. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. So you know how I had that box from NFL Network, all those boxes from NFL Network that yeah. were in storage for all those years, and, you know, I just can't throw anything out, you know, and I've been opening it up, and it's been down memory lane. It's been fun. Well, yeah. I get that from my mother. <laughs> um, you know, she moved down to L.A. Uh -huh. earlier this year. My father, may he rest in peace, it's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, oh. man. So, um, anyway, she's got all these boxes, and we finally, finally closed up the storage unit that we got to you know, ease the move, just all right, throw it in the storage room. Sure. So there's tons of boxes. She hands me a box yesterday and says, there's all sorts of memorabilia in here for you and also kid stuff that maybe Brockman can use. Oh. So we have a new segment. Oh, uh, what's in the box? Oh, uh, what's in the box? <laughs> Look at this thing. That is not a small box. It is not. R.I.P. Gwyneth. Definitely. Oh. Honestly, I don't know what's in here. <laughs> I almost want to play some films okay. for this. I mean, play something. This Mike. needs some. This needs some. Okay. Uh, play something. What do we got? Toys. 
Toys. All right, toys. Uh, yeah, That's just what I need in my house. Game. More toys. I am. Hey, blocks. Block this. That this he can, may be stuff I played with that as a he kid, can throw at us. I think this is because she gave me Lego yesterday. That also is for you. They're my Legos. I would love to have your child play with my. Wow, <laughs> he's he's wearing Legos are our uh, collector's items. They're old school. Now this is this is for Stop. you if you want it. This is for you if you want it. It says nine Jewish fun books. <laughs> Did you like this? It's in the original wrapping. <laughs> We, no, I'll pass it. Come on! Come on! What am I, I going to do with that? Have a well-rounded child. Yeah. Maybe teach him about Nine different Jewish yeah. fun you books. Know, ethnicities and backgrounds and religions. <laughs> and he's going to have to light a candle and borrow. I have no idea what's in this. Uh-oh, trivial uh-oh. pursuit. Uh oh. Uh oh. It looks like trivial pursuit. DJ. Oh my gosh! Is it your graduation you cap? Oh. Photos. Oh no! Oh no! No no no! no. Oh. This is not pretty. Oh. I don't know what this is. What, in, in what a age? Closet. What oh age? We God. think. Oh my gosh! I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Actually, you know what's funny, Rich? Uh, you had posted something for National Sons Day or the other, or you, or you or Susie did, which uh-huh. I didn't even know was a thing. Yes. But Cooper, at like age two, and Cage look like twins. Me and my brother. There we go. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> Wait, is, is your brother wearing a Navy outfit? Well, yeah, we did yes, that as kids. That yes, was big. We did that stuff. That was a thing? Oh yeah, God. that was a thing. I, that was a thing. I got to get the, the nine Jewish fun books off the desk <laughs> for Darlington. <laughs> I mean. Well, Darlington, is he? Uh... Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Keep the toys, Rich. I mean, I'll take the light. We'll take the box and stuff. Three. Uh, here we go. Oh that God. is excellent. We're back. <laughs> wow. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I got all sorts of stuff Whoa, over here. What was that? No, I know. We just opened up a box my mom gave me. Oh, what's in the box? Many of them, is, it's coming your way, Chris. Many of it's coming yeah, your we'll way. Uh, coming our way right now on the Rich Eisen Show, one of our favorites from the worldwide leader in sports. Uh, one of the very few people can pull off a two-shot with Tom Brady quite like this man. Uh, he is Jeff Darlington back here on the show. How are you, Jeff? I'm great. I really enjoy the what's in the box. <laughs> I, uh, we got a new drop. I think, uh, but, you know, it's, it is true, though. Like, I think everybody has, you know, when you get that box from your parents, that they're like, you know what? I, I bestow this trash onto you. <laughs> years. I don't know. How do I, how do I throw this stuff out, Jeff? I'm a no, pack rat, too, no. so. But. You put it in, your, you put it in your, your attic, and someday you, you pass it on to. Chris Brockman. Here we go. Chris, Chris is going to get all sorts of stuff it. for his child. I'm excited. Uh, hey, when did you sit down with Brady? Jeff, uh, re- recently, but not uh, not this week. Okay, okay. So um, <laughs> he was not he was not interested in sitting down this week. Yeah, I could pretty much <laughs> figure that one out. So, um, what did you talk with him about uh, for this week? Then, because I'm sure well, you know, there. It, whenever you did sit down with him, this game yeah. was coming down the pike. This is this yep. is it. So yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I think um, I think the thing that I I took away that I was most fascinated by was the fact that he has, he's really visualizing exactly what this experience is going to be like. Um, what I, I, I thought he would go down the, the cliche road of, you know, oh, I'm sure it'll be emotional. And, but, but instead he was like, Oh, I know exactly what this is going to be like. I know what that, what they're going to say. I know how they're going to prepare. I know what the wind is going to be like. And, and when he's saying that, I'm thinking, he doesn't say anything without thinking about it. And this is just my interpretation. I'm not suggesting, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth here, but when he's saying it, I'm thinking 
he is absolutely sending a message right up to New England right now saying he's coming, you know, in, in, the, in the most subtle possible way. He's saying, I'm going to be there, and I know exactly what I'm getting into. That, that was my takeaway from it. Well, my, my only frame of reference is whatever I've gone through personally, Jeff, and, you know, you're working where I used to work, and, yeah. um, and uh, you know, things have worked out for me. Um, you know, and I feel like I'm, you know, in a better position life-wise, professional-wise, but, you know, I still have tremendous feelings for the place at ESPN and the people I met. And I just, you know, I just talked to Berman for a podcast and, you know, it's, it's all great, but I, I definitely, when I go on the air, even 18 years later, I want to win, you know, while on NFL network. And I'm just wondering though, like, even winning a championship, I mean, even spiking the football like he was able to do in front of the whole country, right? I mean, still doesn't yep. even compare to winning Sunday night. I would still deep down imagine for I Tom. I think so, too. Um, I understand the degree to which Brady is trying to publicly, for instance, yesterday during his press conference, um, be as dismissive as possible of the hype. Um, but... You know, talking to people around him, I think that I, I truly do believe that that is the mentality he's taking, not because he doesn't want to go up there and absolutely thump, thump the Patriots, but because he knows that the best chance he has of doing that is to treat this game exactly as he treats all games, which is not to go overboard, not to overthink it, and uh, and I give him credit for it. I think that he realizes if he can go up there and just perform like he believes he can, that he can celebrate it after and forever if he gets that win. Jeff Darlington here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. And then I guess to put a, a, a fine point on it while I'm still comparing myself to Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> Michigan, man. Well, when, I, when I've interviewed Brady in the past, certainly in person, uh, I'll be honest, I, I make sure that I, I – um, I eat right in the week before. Uh, I, I moisturize. I got the best suit. I mean, what about you, Jeff? How was that? I mean, uh, it's so it's so. Um, I don't even want to say this because it's just going to make the eyes roll no, across please. the country. Go, Jeff. But you, you just you're looking in the guy. You're looking at the guy's face when he's talking to you, and you you just sort of you're like, what? What am I doing? How am I doing right now? <laughs> you know. But I remember also like talking to my my producers the night before yeah. the interview and yeah. kind of saying like, "Hey, look, Tom Brady makes you feel." Uh, and I I know people are rolling their eyes. If you're not a Tom Brady fan, you're just being no, nauseated. What I'm about to it's say. It's the truth, Jeff. Go but for he, it. He makes you feel like you're one of the guys, right? And he will make you. He will. He will make take you off guard, and you'll be like, "Wow, he's such a great guy." But I, I reminded the the producers and the people that would be on the set that don't let that detract from the fact that we are interviewing Babe Ruth, that, that this is a living active legend in front of us and it deserves the type of, of, of uh, respect that, that we need to give this interview because it's, it's one of those things where he is a likable person in that moment, but he's also, I mean, this is as much as people don't want to, we're living history when we're watching him play football right now. Yeah, and then uh, the two-shot for me, uh, you know, I was wearing a great suit and it looked like a burlap sack whenever they took the two-shot, you know. And, yeah, you gotta, you got to definitely put your best suit on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just making people just nod. No, I don't, right I don't care. I'm just, <laughs> this is, we're spitting truth, Jeff. This is the honest uh, truth. So, um, yeah, Jeff yeah. Darlington here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. 
Has uh, has Matt Nagy named a starter for the Bears? Did I miss that amongst the hoopla? The Bel- the Belichick Brady. Seth Wickersham yeah, hoopla? Did we miss that? I'm in. I I am in one track mode right now. I know if that, but involve Tom Brady. I'm like, I don't out. think he has. Like, so what's what's going on in there? Well, because Dalton, is, do I understand that Dalton can play on Sunday? I don't. We honestly, like, we're we're literally hitting the old Google machine right now, Jeff. Yeah, hit it for and, me. Hit it for and me. And we're we're not seeing anything. So, so Andy Dalton, Jeff was limited on Wednesday. And uh, Fields did well, practice yesterday, with the, although he's dealing with a hand. Yeah. You know, what's funny, though, is that, like, I, I actually thought this, this was kind of playing out not perfectly in the sense that the, the game was absolutely awful, but that Matt Nagy could get Justin Fields in the game and be able to go back to Andy Dalton without making this, like, a Tua Fitzpatrick deal from last year. Like, he can go back to Dalton and be like, I told you guys, when he's healthy, he's got the job back. Now I understand it's all a facade, and eventually we need to see Justin Fields in 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 better form than we saw him last week. But I do think that this this is a better scenario than than having to go back to Dalton because Fields isn't isn't playing. Well. But why is Bill Lazor Bill Lazor? Uh, you know, I guess they decided I, I need a guy uh, calling plays with a freaking laser. You know, so <laughs> I mean, what, what you know what I'm saying? Like. I, that's a weird deal. It is like the coach is going to make the decisions. He's making the decisions, and he was brought in to call the plays, and he wins coach of the year because he's calling the plays and dialing it up right. for Trubisky, and then it doesn't work out with Trubisky, and then we'll go to Foles, and Trubisky's gone, and then we're going to draft Justin Fields, and he's going to decide who to start, and then it's Fields' game, and then the day after, you know, the, the week after Fields gets sacked nine times, yep. it's the play calling. Now, is that just him, his way of taking the pressure off of the kid? Or or saying you know laser you 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 might do a better job. I need to focus on the defense or like I don't well, the administration. <laughs> I don't that one. I just don't get that one. That I part think of the it. Scary part of all of this for Bears fans is that when you have a situation where the head coach is so clearly on the hot seat and so too by the way is the general manager, decisions start to get made not for the best interest of necessarily the player but the best interest of self preservation. And I, I think that Nagy has tried to do a good job of, of trying to say, look, Justin Fields is not ready yet. Um, and, but, but at the same time, every decision that he now makes, we're all going to be like, well, is that just because you're trying to keep your job or is this actually uh, the best situation to put the Bears in? Jeff Darlington here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, I, I, honestly, I, w- I would, you know, I would be bringing it up if it wasn't my show that kind of sparked it. <laughs> but down there in South Florida, we had um, Trent Dilfer on the program, and I asked him about Tua since he's been you know, with yeah. Tua since the Elite 11 years, and he's been the guy that every single time we come on the show, uh, he's kind of our Tua whisperer. He, he was uh, coaching him up prior to the draft after his surgery and just asking him about you know, the, the Tua, um, I guess, indifference sometimes and the two a hate as well um and his response was well it looks like they got a good situation around him roster wise and charlie fry calling the plays and everyone's like well he's not the offensive coordinator actually and so what is the the deal and who is actually calling the plays down in south florida for the dolphins that's a good question i i i think that this was sort of the I'm not trying to steer around your answer too much, but mm-hmm. I kind of have to because 
this is sort of the uh, the downside of having co-offensive coordinators and why this also seems kind of so suspicious. Um, I can tell you he's not calling the plays, Chan Gailey. And he took all the heat last year right. for Tua's um, underwhelming performance. So the problem for Tua is um, if that continues, if you can't if you can't turn the corner soon, now you've changed offensive coordinators, you've put the players around him, and and unfortunately the, the blame is going to fall squarely on his shoulders, whether that's fair, whether he's had enough time to develop or not. And as long as Deshaun Watson is not on a commissioner, right. commissioner's exempt list or um, or – or having his um, his case handled right. in a way that that makes him unavailable, whether as a football player or as a citizen in the society, right? Yep. Um, it's entirely possible that this something's on the table for for October. Like how how much does this bear watching this month before the trade deadline in the first couple of days of of November? Well, it's certainly significant, and not 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 only that, but. You know what, what's happening with the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, and and seeing what happens if, if Week One was a better indicator of what we're going to see from him, or Week Three. So uh, suddenly, you know, I, Deshaun has has made clear that that he'll waive his his um, trade clause to go to the Dolphins, and it doesn't appear that he would do the same for the Eagles. But if the Texans are sitting there saying we get five first round, you know, if, if the price just starts going up. Mm they're going to be more reluctant to just do what Watson wants. So the more suitors that become available, the more intriguing this absolutely gets. And it does feel like as this season progresses and we see some, some maybe, maybe more mediocre quarterback play than we expected, Deshaun Watson will be absolutely a name on the list, uh, on the tip of every tongue in every fan base across the league. So as I send you on to your Friday, sir, what do you think happens Sunday night? What's the view? What, Man, what, what occurs? I can't wait. I mean, I'm inclined to think that. So I just don't know that. Matt Jones has been in really big moments, and I I hope that they're explaining to him how electric this is going to feel, because this is going to be a massive moment, no matter what these teams want to think. It's always like when you see a player go into the Super Bowl, and he's like, you know, I'm just going to treat this like any other game. Well, it's not any other game, and Sunday night will not be any other game i agree and i i mean do you think they stop the game when he when he when brady passes breeze breeze is going to be there i mean do you think brady wants any part of that and if he doesn't don't don't you think think the patriots would stop the game just for that alone he told me that he felt like he's going to be prepared for everything but he he also did say now i know that they're going to try to throw some things (laughs) in there that I that I won't necessarily expect. I like mean, what? I honestly think like what that I, I just I mean that like I think that Bill Belichick would be it is strategic enough about all these things that he would be willing to do whatever he can, pomp and circumstance and otherwise, to do to try to throw Brady off his game. I I do not think that this is. I think he will use every single potential advantage if that means stopping the game. To, to recognize him, I could totally see that happening, and I could totally see Brady being like, son of a, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, Belichick was asked specifically about that today in his final media, I assumed final. I mean, the guy does yeah, make himself but, quite available for an NFL yeah. head coach. Um, he, 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 he said he was asked today about stopping the game, and he said he did not know what the protocol is. Don't you think 
that there's not a single thing that goes up on that video board about Brady that doesn't get run by the coach's office at some point I, this week? I think I think everything is. I think every single thing is getting run by them. From who's getting tickets, who's on the sideline. I think that he is going to have his hand in everything. And that's just me talking. That's just my history of knowing the way Bill Belichick operates. But in this game, in this setting, in this environment, he's going to do whatever he can to make sure he has the advantage. Because, again, if I'm the Crafts, I, I would want to pay tribute to Brady. I, I would yeah. want to do that, right? But you can't yeah. do that without disturbing your coach's preparation because the last thing you want is to have your coach surprised by anything. Yeah, but what, mm-hmm. if, what if you go? What if you think about it the other way where Belichick's like, I want to bestow him with as much praise as I can. I want this guy to be emotional. <laughs> I, mean, I can see that. I could see that being the, the judo flip, too. And again, this is coming from nowhere. We're just shooting the bull, as I say. But I could totally see Bill Belichick being like, let's throw the guy a parade. Well, the one to do that would be, the, the way to do that is if, you know, when he when he passes the record that Bill, right. somebody on the Patriot staff gets a bouquet of flowers and hands it to Bill, <laughs> who walks it out to Tom and has somebody oh, to see. And then they, they quickly take some pictures, you know, together. That's terrible. You know, on the field and smile, and then just th- and Brady's like, w- "What the hell was that?" Like that would I'm really, for all of this. That would that would totally throw him off his game completely. And it, like it's yeah. third and four, right? He just completed a two yard pass to pass Breeze. Let's stop the game. Five oh, minutes. Come break. on out, and Bill's the one who runs out. Like and yeah. and, and it's like they make him like Miss America. They they throw right. him, they put a yeah. tr on him. Play the music, yeah. Video, the tribute video, oh, and, and it's only what sixty eight yeah. yards, so. Yeah. That'll happen like halfway through the first quarter. Right, through the first 15 scripted. You know, sorry, sorry, Leftwich, your first 15 scripted. Hold up, let's go. <laughs> like coming to America, roll a red carpet out to the 50-yard line. Let's get some pedals thrown roll down. Last, last one for you, last one for you, Jeff. Last one for you. Let's say the Patriots win the coin toss. What do you think? Do you think he takes the ball and hands it to Mac Jones oh, first my. or lets Tom have the yeah. stage first? What happens? Let's say the Patriots win the toss. What happens? I think he wants Mac Jones out there first. I think so too. Let's go I up would. three nothing. That's Let's go up seven nothing. Right? Yeah, but I don't want I don't want Mac Jones feeling that energy. Yeah, or but then you know you're opening yourself up to pull the pull the the Patriot, which is give Brady the ball before and after the half. You don't want that either. You want that for your guy. Think about it. Um, who man, knows more? Who knows better than what Brady can do right before and after a half than than the man? It's like Are we you can't pull. It's you. It's me. That's that's my thing. It's you. It's not you. It's me. Like you know. Like that's you can't do that. That's my thing. Like honestly, like anything you can do, I can do better. Pretty oh, much the whole deal. I, I look. We might be overthinking this, and I will continue oh, of course to do so until the ball is kicked off. Okay? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rich. Yes, Jeff Darlington. Everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. You think he gives the ball to Brady first just because he knows Mac? I, I want it right before and after the half. We'll, we've got the, we, we know what his first 15 might be. We're, we got this. Our defense will get it. He'll be totally rattled. He'll be emotional. Let's give him the ball right then and there. Let's play the tribute. Let's get him the ball and play the tribute video right before it and send him out there. Because you don't want. Because the last thing you want is Tom to get it right before and, the, and yeah, after the half. Yeah, Who knows better? That's a really good point. Who knows better? That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Oh, boy. Okay. When we come back, lots going on. Lots going on. And we're definitely overthinking all of this. In lots, going on right, <laughs> lots going on right here in Los Angeles because you got the Rams hosting the Cardinals. And then on Monday night, you got the Chargers hosting the Raiders, which you know is a de facto L.A. team. 
on a night that we sure looks like you're going to see the Dodgers host a wild card game against the rampaging Cardinals. And people in this town are freaked out about that aspect. Unless somehow the Giants pull a rock over the weekend. We'll talk about it all as we've hit the month of October. That's next on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's still see what's in the uh, box. What's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? Dude, this is good stuff. Oh, oh, look look unused. Those, that was one of my favorite good toys stuff, as a bro. kid, oh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, chalk. Oh, chalk. Whoa, Rock. Chalk. Oh, yeah. That good. All right. Yeah, All my uh, bar mitzvah photos. I know you oh, like those. Yes. There I am. Wow. Dude, you love the bar mitzvah photos. That the one right there is the one better. we always use, right? Yeah, the one that we're seeing? I think so. Yeah. Grandma's brag book. Oh. oh what do you, now, your mom gives this to you. Now, what uh, are what you? What do I do with yeah, it? Yeah, what I are know, you going to do I with know. it? I know. I, I don't know. You just got to store it because I've got a couple for my mother. I just, I mean, I, I just you can't something get rid your, of them. Your kids will want to have it for later on. I, I'm assuming. A lot of the stuff is my brother's stuff, too. Oh, so we got... Guess what's coming your way, Jeff? <laughs> All right. <laughs> repackaged. <laughs> Repurposed and repackaged. Set. I don't know what's in the box. Ah! Hit it. Hit oh. it once again. What's in the box? I have no idea what Food? this is. Is it, is it chocolate? Yeah, me and Brock. Well, no, they're like great oh. brackets. I, I, what? I, I have no earthly idea what this is. <laughs> it's like metal brackets. Like, what are you doing? Mom, what, what is this stuff? Doesn't it look like it's brackets for yeah. the wall or something yeah. like that? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Or like a cabinet or something. Anybody need brackets? <laughs> We've got brackets. Brackets. Rich's 8 by 10 glossy. Oh, here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, here we go. Here we this go. Is, here we go. Oh, my God. It's greater than our state. Oh, oh my. Headshots? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn headshots. Shots. Oh, like that yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. How many you got? I'm literally with the worst haircut I've ever had. I mean, Look at Rich. this. By the way, that's those like a Look at this. With my John Tester haircut. Oh, I, mean, I was going to say that's fantastic. like. Fantastic. Um, 
The, the Chet from uh, Weird Science. You got a little yes. flat top. Yes, my, my, dad, my, my dad wanted these to hand out, I'm sure, oh. to people. Yeah, you can take them all. Have them all. How you? Here's, the, uh, here's the cardboard. Here's the, here's the, there you go. There you go. TJ, eBay right now. Put them up. All right. Signed, Rich Eyes. This is to Mrs. Evel- Miss Evelyn Canner in her old place in Brooklyn, New York. This Canner is her maiden name. Oh, this yeah. is uh, Joe DiMaggio. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's my mom. She won oh. a contest. Oh, Koufax. So, she won a contest right. to be on a date with Rock Hudson. That's, oh. Oh. That's, so, so, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. We were the almost the rich Hudson show? Is no, that what you're it saying? No, it was, it was, first of all, just Google as to why that would never have happened. But this was like one of those, this was one of those contests. Write, write an article and write an essay and you can win. And look, it's one of like... 18 ladies with... That's amazing. I don't know what I'm doing with this now. <laughs> that was probably misboxed for you, Rich. I mean... So you want this, right? This, this for your Yeah, kid, I definitely want those. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should yeah, get yeah. that. Of all of that, I'll actually Back take. here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Progwood doesn't here. want them, I'll take them. Back here on the program. <laughs> so I saw this on, on Twitter today, um, and far be it from me to not take um, something from Twitter and use it for content here <laughs> is October the best month in sports uh, said welcome to the best month before. in sports We've March and April April is pretty good April's pretty first good full too. month of baseball Masters NFL draft final NBA four, and NHL playoffs March and Madden, final four is finished yeah, at the final top four, final four pretty good yeah but there's no football in it other than the draft there's no football except from the draft so how can you have the best sports month no actual actual Football well, the problem is, is that it's just regular season football. And co- regular season regular college season football. College. There's and it's playoff baseball. How many actually baseball. compelling games are playoff in Playoff baseball. There's no big golf tournament. Yeah. There's no horse race. Yeah, the Masters. There's no break. big boxing match normally. Well, there's no horse race in April anyway. That's oh. usually first in, in May. May. Yeah. I get the- it. I'm just saying. Just boosting the resume. There's, no, there's usually no big boxing match or... The opening night of NBA well, doesn't and, really. And hit. as you know, as you know, March deep Madness, down, I am Madness, I am a so baseball like guy as well. That's the sport I called at ESPN, and I love it. My first love is baseball. My true love is football. And um, I'm just thankful that I am here today, because uh, walking around my backyard yesterday, I was hit by the baseball that. T- Fernando Tatis tattooed at Chavez Ravine. It hit me in the head. It's crazy. I am, you know, I've been here 18 years, and I've spoken to people who have been around Dodger Stadium, and they said they've never seen a ball hit where it was hit. And I know Piazza's left the building. What McGuire's left the building? Right, Stanton, Uh, Willie Stargell, and and Giancarlo Stanton have have literally left the building. So he's the fifth guy to hit it out of Dodger Stadium. He hit it out. I mean, just you got to see it. It hits the back end of one of the roofs of one of the uh, in the pavilion, as they call it, the bleachers. It's the rest of us in the world call it. But they call it the Pavilion here Fifth in Los guy Angeles. guy in the history of Dodger Stadium. Oh my God! And it was such a nor. It was just a regular swing. Like it didn't take one of those big, huge swings. It was smooth. And it's not like violent, like Stanton or you know those guys. But just them. like you know, that's the Padre season. Uh, not no win. Yep. Not no win. Another good day for Otani. They were up by a whole bunch. Not no win. And now here we go. Who's in the mix? Yankees hit three home runs in one inning last night to turn off, things off around Robbie off, Ray, right? off Robbie Ray 
to dispatch with the Blue Jays, potentially for good. We'll see what happens. We got three games left. Three games left. Yankees magic numbers, two. But three games left. They're playing the Rays, who would love to just stick it to the Yankees. Um, And the Yankees, you know, right now, they're, uh, they're two up, actually, on the Red Sox and Mariners right now. And three up on the Blue Jays. And they are... Uh, in good position to host a playoff game, Yankees, on Tuesday night, potentially against a team that has just come off of a game 163 on Monday. Because the way things have been working, you've got yourself a real good chance that there's a tie for that second wild card spot. And I will say this, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of a second wild card team. But it's a great, great great addition it truly is because there's a huge race in the american league right now huge race in the american league right now between the red sox mariners who haven't made it in 20 years and the blue jays and then maybe the hottest team in baseball would be on the outside looking in in the cardinals and they're getting in and everybody here in los angeles is losing their minds (laughs) that a 100 potentially potentially a 106-win Dodger team will be in a one-and-done Chavez-Ravine matchup with the St. Louis Cardinals, who have only lost once in the last three weeks. And Adam Wainwright, who just won his 17th game of the year in his 17th season in Major League Baseball to extend the Cardinals' winning streak at the time to 17 games. That Adam Wainwright, fountain of youth, is the one who would be starting that game Monday. Yes. And I was watching with my poker buddies last night. They're all Dodger fans, and they were all switching back and forth between the Dodgers, Padres, and the Giants and Diamondbacks, hoping that the Giants – it was interesting. At one point last night, the Dodgers were winning, and they won, and the Diamondbacks were winning, and the person who was on the mound who could really stick it to the Giants and help the Dodgers was Madison Bumgarner, and that was weird. That is weird. But the Giants still walked it off, man. The They've been back. using smoke yeah. and mirrors and guts and heart and arms and bats and gloves and legs all year long. You know? And, they weren't even supposed to be good. And one of the rocked up, most rocked up members of the tribe I've ever come across in their manager is uh, killing it, man. Gabe Kapler is killing it. Rocked up members of the tribe. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's a good band. I don't know how many other rocked, rocked up members of the tribe look like Gabe, man. No. No. Gabe's- so. Bill Goldberg. There you, there you go. There you go. Or based on the photograph that T.J. Jefferson has up in front there, because it's my headshot from like 2005, that would be me. That is not good looking at all. <laughs> I mean, what, what were I, you? I thinking? just tweeted that out so people can what do you check got it behind? out. Behind what's behind? Like, it's the steps of the t- total, the old total access set. Whose idea for the haircut do you think that was? Definitely not my wife's. I remember when I'm Rich sure. had that. Cut. I don't know. It was bad, dude. But at any rate, baseball's coming down to it. Astros are in. White Sox are in. Rays are in. Yankees close to being in. Who's the other team that's going to be in? Here we go. And then the Braves are in. Congrats to Sarah. 
and the rest of the Braves nation. Another division title. Right. Brewers are in. Cardinals are in. Dodgers and Giants are in. We're just wondering how. How is it all going to be ordered? Who is hosting the game Monday? I think it's right here in Los Angeles, man. Brett Favre coming up. Still here on Peacock. um, And Brett Favre's coming up. um, And we're dialing him up. Because there's a new show on Epix. You know, I was doing The Grind, which was a show, a week-to-week show um, last year, covering the the league in a week-to-week manner. That um, relationship between Epix and NFL Films has now led to this iteration of a show called Icons, a one-hour documentary from cradle to Hall of Fame, or cradle to grave, depending on who we're covering. Vince Lombardi, Jerry Rice, Emmett Smith, Steve Sable is having a show. Jerome Bettis has gotten the oh, yeah. icons uh, treatment, and it is incredible. I mean, I'm I'm, re- I'm I'm narrating it, and I'm reading like the copy, and I keep thinking to myself that line that uh, that I heard John Facenda apparently once said. Greg Cosell told us this right that when he nice. liked. When he liked the script, now that's a horse I can ride. <laughs> and some of the lines that they're writing, job, some of the lines that they're writing, I'm like, I've got to give this to my, my perfect Facenda. You know, really get in there. <laughs> so Favre's first up tomorrow night, 9 Eastern time. Here's a trailer for Epics Icons. When I think about my childhood, I did dream of playing in the National Football League Super Bowl. I never dreamed of Pro Bowls, Hall of Fames. I just dreamed of playing. I don't know if I wanted to be a tough guy. I wanted to play. That meant play through pain. I was in the lineup for 19 straight years. I think that says a lot. There you go. Oh, that's tight. Where was he filming that from? I think what the idea is, they go to their hometowns and they they sit down and they shoot him in an iconic place in their hometown. That was cool. That's the idea. Um, but there you have it. Where would your iconic PM, spot be, Rich? Huh? Where would your iconic spot, spot At be? At the dump in Staten Island. <laughs> How dare you? Me, wow. <laughs> That's an iconic spot in his hometown. I mean, How dare you? I How dare mean, you? How dare you? I mean, seriously. Now I'm not giving you an answer. <laughs> I'm not giving those things. I'm giving you know what? You know what calls to mind what Tom Kraft, what 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 Bob Kraft once referred to Bill Belichick as the the person in his life. And he was the your biggest. plus one for the Super Bowl. That Come one, on, the biggest arse. Roll your break. Brett Favre's coming up. <laughs>